Hi, this is Heavy Riffs. I am your host with the most. Circumstance Justin is here. Just kidding. I'm not really that. I don't talk like that all the time. Only when I do podcast. I think we need to meditate, bum. I think you're right, man. Can you walk me through a meditation? You sound so nice right now. You really do. Nice and velvety. Velvety. Your mustache is just caressing the fuck out of that microphone. And it's just... It's just like dusting it off a little bit and you just like got this little smirk on your face now. Like you're so excited to be here. And then in reality, like we're not stoked to be here because like it's it's snowing outside and we, you know, face near death experiences just to get here. But you know what? We're here. Is this a compliment cast? Yeah, I'm trying to be like the nicest boy today. I know I'm bummed, but I'm trying to be nice. You know what I mean? Like I have, I'm never nice. I'm always a mean, like just as a meanie. I'm a meanie boy. I don't know you to be mean. I'm not. I'm. The, I mean, I'm usually just kind of not nice. I don't know you to be not nice. I'm. I mean, in my eyes, I'm kind of like a. a I'm. I'm not only a dangus, but like I can be like a dick. I pissed off Kara before I got here, man. <laughs> so like, uh, classic relationship problems. I mean, it's all good. It's just the way she goes sometimes, my boy. You know, it's just, it's just like, why not? Fucking way she goes. It's just the fucking way she goes, bub. It's just the way she goes. Just like this, like, you know what's tight? Smoking old joints. Like, I don't know how long I found this. Here? Oh, yeah. No idea. I th- And this might have been from the last cast. But it's a little dry. It's a little, it's a little, it's got a little weird taste at the end. Is this weed? I don't know. It could be. I mean, <laughs> it could be a Jeffrey. I hope it's weed, man. I don't know. Find out. Jesus Christ. It could be a Jeffrey. <laughs> well, if I start petting the heavy riff sign, it's probably not going to be feeling that great. It's just, what is that called? Coro board? Coro board, yeah. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, it's just been, I've just been trying to compliment you, and you threw me off, man, because you asked me if this was compliments. This is not me being, like, a, I'm not trying to be, like, I don't know what I'm trying to be, man. This is weed. This is for sure weed. Okay. I'm stunned already. <laughs> <laughs> so quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, I am lightweight, boy. Isn't that, that <laughs> that's why weed is tight, because, like, as soon as you ingest it, immediately you feel... You're like, oh. Oh, weed is tight. Like, it's never not tight. Unless it's like a creeper. I haven't. So, you know what's funny about that? Like, when I was younger, I had, like, we always had that. It was like, remember when all your, you smoke with your boys, like, when you're in high school? Like, oh, be careful. It's a creeper. And you're like, yeah, whatever, man. And then it did, like, creep up on you. I haven't, I haven't smoked weed like that in a minute. And it's probably because everything's so chemically, like, you know, or, like, I don't know. It's weed is so pure now. Like back in the day, you bought weed. It had stems and seeds in it, and like it, you had, you bought an eighth. There might have been an a, actual gram to smoke because it's just fucking shitty weed. Came in a brick. You broke it out. It just it was never fluffy. It just disintegrated as soon as you touched it. Yeah. And then it's just seeds everywhere, and you you're like you know you're smoking the bowl of that bullshit. I can't believe I smoke bowls of that shit. Because you would just hear the pops from the seeds that you didn't get out, and you're just like, fuck it, man, and we'll just roll with it. You'd be getting hit by them and shit. Yeah, and they're like popcorn. Yeah. Yeah, you go, oh, Jesus Christ, it's hot. It's like a little BB, man, but it's a weed BB. But but now, like, I smoke, and, like, I remember, I remember, I remember that feeling as a kid, being like, oh, it's a creeper, and it would creep up on you. You'd be like, God bless, man, I'm fucking ripped. But now it's just like, right, zero to 60, like a Tesla. Two seconds, you can feel it, and you're like, God bless it. I guess it's just the genetics have changed. Is that how they do it? I'm not a weed scientist, but I think... You're the closest one I got, dude. (laughs) I think they... I'm not even going to try to pretend like I know about growing weed. We should have, like, a weed expert on to talk about it. Yeah, we need a weedian. We need a weedian. A weedian. I think that's what they're called. Or cannabis. Like, bisexual cannabis growers. The Weedians are the characters from the sleep records. 
Um, that's how much of a dang I had. I had no idea. Yeah. I'm a noob with that shit. Like, I mean, I like sleep is tight. Like, I've listened to him. Like, I just didn't, I didn't start there, which is the wrong thing to do. <laughs> no, man, I I didn't. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before, but when we played our very first show, Henry and I, mm-hmm. my buddy Andy came up and he was like, "You need to get into Stoner Rock," and I hadn't heard of any of the. I just yeah. knew Black Sabbath, but yeah. And then that's when you know. Gip and I ate mushrooms and drove around and listened to Electric Wizard, and we were like, holy shit. I see the light. That's high. And then we started making fucking records. Ever since. Yeah. Dude, isn't it crazy how that works out? Like, eating mushrooms, and then all of a sudden you're just doing shit tight? That's cool. Yeah. With your boys. You know, nothing better. But it is crazy to think about, like, just, like, the journey of music that I've taken. Like, just with stuff like, you know, like, when I was younger, I listened to punk rock a lot. And, of course, like, I would, like, in my, like, when I was in, like, eighth grade, I thought Blink-182 was punk rock. You know what I mean? I was, I didn't know any better. And they said they were. So I was like, oh, yeah, punk rock rips. And then, of course, the boys that are actually into punk rock music, like, fucking, I don't know, like, hardcore, like, Black Flag and, like, all those bands and all that shit like that. And then you're just like, they're like, that's not punk. And I was like, whatever, man. Like. Why isn't it? Like, what right. does that even mean? I, and I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's when I got, like, I started, like, that's when, like, I started to hang out with, like, those music nerd people, like, the kids that were, like, into music. And, like, I started getting fed up with those kids because they're always, like, putting labels on everyone's music. And yeah. I'm like, they're not punk. They're, like, proto-punk. They're, uh, and like, what they're the post-punk fuck? rock. What and does like, that mean? Yeah, like, what What do you mean? Is it already over? Like, there's no one else is allowed to create better music? You know what it is? The, those like back in the day kids that say that shit and I'm sure it still happens nowadays they don't play music that's what it is yeah. they're music enjoyers they're music yeah. listeners so they have to categorize it somehow in their brain for it to make sense to them and you're just like just shut the fuck up and yeah. listen to it yeah. just let it be what it is yeah it rips yeah. and then those yeah you're right I, you're at, you know what that's absolutely right cuz it's just what it is that's mo- most of the kids that I, I they never played music and I was like playing drums and like, or I was in bands growing up, just playing music and just those trying to kids, learn, just trying to be like, you know, I'm just gonna like, I'm not gonna play punk rock music, I'm not gonna play stone and rock, I'm just gonna play the drums, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck I do is what I do. Yeah, I'm sure that's the way you started playing guitar. You're like, I'm gonna, I want to be a rock, rock and roll, classic rock. Of course, I wanted that's what to everyone be everyone plays want, when they first start. I wanted it to be Jack White. Yeah, that's what I want. When I was like 13. That's I see. I did. I did. I was, see. That's that's something. That's it, it's funny because like when I was younger, I was into like the popular music, it, it, the stuff you heard on the radio, really. Because like, that's all I had access to. I was the oldest. Like I didn't have like an older brother, or like you know, growing up, I was the oldest, so I had to find everything. You know what I mean? And uh, same to you. You didn't have like older brothers, but you had older cousins that showed you their ways and yeah. stuff like that, or like just your parents' influence and all that stuff. But like for me. Like, I just, whatever I liked on the radio, like, I, you know, I liked Nirvana. I heard that when I was a kid, and I was like, that's so fucking tight. And then I heard other music that led into all the kinds of music, but I didn't really get into, like, music until I was, like, probably, probably, like, eighth grade, like, is when I started playing the drums. And then, like, in high school is when I started finding out about, like, the different genres of music and, like, the more, like, I don't know, like the indie-er side of stuff, the stuff you didn't hear on the radio. Independent. Yeah. And music. so, like, I didn't know. And then, because we didn't have Spotify back then, we had, like, word of mouth. Like, you, Napster. Napster, yeah. You download, you think you downloaded a Beastie Boys song, but it was really fucking some 41, Fat Lip. It was and, just you know what I mean? some like, sort of, like, Chinese-made computer virus that just yeah. stole all your dad's money. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, boy, stop looking at porn again. <laughs> I'm not, dad. That's you, man. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's crazy to think about. Like, I don't know, man. Like, the musical journey's been wild, and I just get bummed. Do you, what was the first show you ever played? The first show I played music? Oh, man. Oh, the Strawberry Festival at Cape St. Clair. Really? It was the first time I ever played music in Hell 2000... Yeah. I want to say 2000, like, maybe it was, it might have been 2002, 2001. What? Really? It was the first time I played music in front of a lot of people. I was 14 years old. You were 14 in 2001? It was something. I was like, I was, 
I was. It was when I when we first started playing. So I was in eighth grade, maybe thirteen. Was it post nine eleven or? I don't remember. Pre nine eleven. I think it might have been pre. Wow. Yeah, dude, you're old. Yeah, dude. dude yeah, no, I know. That's, fucking, well, that's I'm, actually I'm, crazy. I'm gonna be 34 uh, next month, man, which you're is crazy. Old, dude. I'm not old. I'm not young either. I'm seasoned. I'm like a, I'm aged. I don't even consider my parents old, and they're 62. <sighs> that's not that old. No. Old now is like, like I don't even consider my. I yeah, no, I do. But like my grandma's old. She's 88. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like she just had to move out of her house, dude. Oh really? Sidebar. She bought that house. Whole bar, very chill. <laughs> yeah, cool. It, it it lives. Yeah, an infamy. We should probably like go there and like drink red wine. <laughs> We're gonna get butt naked and have a fire outside. Yeah, of that house. we gotta break it in. You're right. <laughs> yeah, we gotta. We, we, break got actually, we absolutely have to break in the house and drink red wine. Grandma's already moved into like an old folks' home. Oh, nice. And um, so you guys went there to like claim some furniture and whatnot. Yeah, furniture, artwork, and shit yeah. that I wanted. And, like, Lauren's got a bunch of little knickknacks. She got all these little teeny frog. Fucking kitchen wares and shit. Tight, tight. It tight. is pretty That's tight. tight. Ch- for, shouts to the frog gangs. Frogs rip. And um, <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, they <laughs> rip it too. Dude, I'm part of a frog posting group on Facebook. <laughs> it's fucking tight, dude. It's fucking same song. Very cool. That's really good to hear. So back from the sidebar. Yeah. Where were we? We were talking about. Um, yeah, I don't remember, man. Fuck. We need a third boy. I mean, we're talking about music. And then, yeah. oh, talk about oh, the, your, first, your the first, first show. first show. So pre nine eleven. So yeah, it was like pre nine eleven, and it, I was young, dude. Like, yeah, it was definitely in like two thousand. Actually, it was like around that time at the Strawberry Festival. Yeah, what band was it? Uh, it was high school band. It was just me. No, it was uh, I formed a band with my friends. Oh, well, not like school related. No, it type. was like rock and roll. So my buddy Justin Allen Ball um, was like. W- like I had a sleepover one night for my birthday. It was like I think it was my thirteenth birthday, because like, that's when that's when I remember doing the drum, like when I got the drums and all that shit. So I think it was like when I first turned thirteen, or no, whatever. It doesn't matter. So we like were listening to music and hanging out, and I was like, I want to play the drums, and he's like, Well, my dad plays guitar, and he's like, My dad can teach me how to play guitar because his dad played in like bar bands growing up, and his dad like was his dad was tight. Like he he like just showed us basically how to play music. And so, like, we were just messing around, talking about it, and then, like, Justin went to his dad and was like, I want to play the guitar. And, like, that Christmas, like, he got a guitar, and I got a drum set. So I was like, very tight. So I was like, and then we, we had a show. Like, so we, we started playing music together. His dad would come over, and, like, his dad, like, taught us, like, how to play. Like, his dad taught him, like, smoke on the water. Yeah. Like, all that dumb shit. But, like, the fundamentals yeah, of rock shit. and roll, yeah. basically. Fun, you know, playing guitar. So, like, he would, like, play the guitar, and then I'd be like, all right, I got to learn how to play these fucking things. Like, because I would just fucking <laughs> just hit shit. I mean, I still do just hit shit. But, like, you know, I'm just learning how to play. So his dad played drums growing up, too. So his dad would be like, okay, so this is a backbeat. So he's like, and I'm like, and he's showing me. So, like, I was a visual learner, so I learning from him playing, and then he would so, and then I would just do that beat simple, and then he... And then he would show Justin on his guitar, like he would play with us, and he would just slowly play, and we would literally just play music like that. And like we were so young, and I was just like, "This is so tight." And like he was like playing in shows, and then like as soon as we started getting serious, like my brother Joel started playing bass with us. Tight. So we just started like a group, and it was in my parents' basement. Like the Partridge Family boys. Yeah. So we were just bringing in the family, bringing my boy over, and we would try to be like Blink One Eighty Two. We were a trio. So we would learn, we would try to learn like those songs. We try to learn all those like classic rock songs. So we we came up with about I think four or five songs that we learned, quote unquote learned. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we could fumble through them. And then like his dad was playing, like his band was playing at the Strawberry Festival in Cape St. Clair. Like they had like an outdoor stage and everything. It was literally like a trailer. They were playing like on a like a flatbed trailer, with the little speakers and the drum set and like mi- microphones, the whole nine. I was like, this is tight. And then like his dad was just like. Okay, we're gonna take a break, but my son's band's gonna play, and I I didn't really know that we were actually gonna play. I thought he was like we were kids, so I was like, yeah, okay. And his dad was like, come on up, play. And I was like, I sat behind a drum set that was way too big for me, <laughs> and 
Um, I'm sitting there. I'm looking around. I'm like, this is crazy. And there's, you know, I mean, you've been in strong. There's a lot of people, but like, they're not watching the music necessarily. Yeah. They're just kind of all around. They're like, there to eat jams. Yeah, jams and like cheeses <laughs> and, and, and berries, a lizard and crimson and shit like that. <laughs> Lemonades. Lemonades and dads are getting fucking wasted at the beer garden. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, so we fumbled through Sweet Home Alabama and all the small things. So you're like, have you seen that video of the old dad rock band playing Sweet Home Alabama? Uh, yeah, there's dangers. Yeah. Like, everyone's playing a different song, basically. <laughs> yeah, it could have been us. Yeah, but, for me... But it was cute because you guys were, like, 13. Those guys were, yeah. like, fully grown, yeah, invested Yeah, we're, like, learning. Guys. Yeah, they're, like, old dudes, old dads, like, trying to be, like, we're going to fucking just make it. Just boomering it up. Yeah, so we're going to make it. Yeah. This is it, boys. If this isn't it... Yeah, but that was... That was the first show, and it was cool. We, like I said, we fumbled through two songs while they did their little set break, and people clapped. Tight. So I'm assuming we did okay. Yeah. Um, and it was so crazy because, like, I, I've, like, I could feel like the stage, and like the rumble from like the monitors and like the 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 bass rig and all that stuff, and I was like. This is what I want to do. You're like, like I'm really doing tight. it, boys. I'm fucking, I made. I was like, I should have retired then. <laughs> yeah, I made it. So then I like, we got done and like we're like walking around the festival, being like, "What's up?" Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, you know, we're like, we're big I got stars. A pin, dude. Sorry, you need like, an autograph, dude. Sorry, my um, my dad and my dad was working the event. My dad was pouring beer. Tight, classic. It was tight. So we like me and like we like hung out at the beer garden. And just sat there with my dad, and I was just like trying to like feel out the cougars. Was he like, son, you've earned this, and like gives you yeah. a frothy Miller yeah, Lite? Yeah, just all foam. And he's like, actually, now nah, the beer is like, this is just like, I don't know, someone left this somewhere. Here, try it. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no, but crazy. like it was cool, and like nobody talked to us about playing. Like we had a, our friend was there, he saw us play, and he like he waited till we went back to school to be like, hey, I saw you guys play uh, <laughs> uh, on the show one time. I was like, tight, man. After that, like, by because it was like summertime. I think that's was it summertime. I think it was. I wasn't there, but I think they held it in the summer, like July. Oh, dude, you're just asking. So, like, I think it was summertime. Was so, like, yeah, it was like a couple months later. So we had actually played a couple extra shows. So I was like, yeah, dude, it's nothing. Yeah. Like, I thought <laughs> yeah. it was tight. You know what I mean? I just yeah. thought it was cool. But yeah, that was my first experience playing a show. How about you? Uh, it was 50 caliber comeback. Tight. It was at a venue called the Black Hole. Tight. And was sketchy as fuck it was you it was back you could still smoke inside i think it was in arbutus so it was pretty close to where we early are now mid 2000s was like that yeah you could definitely still or smoke inside and years later this place ended up being a it got shut down for like drug trafficking and shit <laughs> it ended up being like during the whole dubstep rave thing in yeah. like 2009 to whatever that it was like a rave Haven, spot basically okay, gotcha um but when we played it we got there 50 caliber comeback which is a hardcore band i was in when i was a kid yep i remember those guys and my aunt and uncle came and my mom and dad came before they went out to like a fancy dinner that night so they were all dressed to the nines and shit and my dad i remember like pulled me aside and he was like but what the fuck is this place <laughs> and i was like i don't know i was young dude yeah like, it's cool right there's no lights yeah, <laughs> i was like young man and we opened for um another band from my high school revolta which oh. they were like the kings yeah they were like the rad days. they were like fucking the heaviest thing i'd ever heard like they their biggest influences were like sepultura and oh, shit like that like like yeah. real thrash and um so what I'm trying to remember what happened, man. It was so long ago, but I just remember like that the we were on a stage and it was a tall ass stage, so that was tight. <clears throat> there was a bunch of big hot like those hot lights, yeah, old school big lights. That, and I was like, I remember sweating and I couldn't see anything. Yeah, but we were like ripping through our set, and I was just like, this is fucking cool. I hit our bass player Joey in the head with my guitar on <laughs> complete accident. Like, yeah. didn't mean oh, I to. thought you were like, I totally did it on purpose. Oh, dude, I was just feeling it. So I was like, fuck, yeah. yeah. Kill my boy. <laughs> no, but there's a video of it, and it's, go- it's gone. Yeah. That, That's like, crazy. Now. I wish I'd be able to see it, but they, we watched that shit on loop so many times. Because I just turned around, but I was just, just like, like <laughs> I think that was like the first show we played at a venue, but the first live performance... 
I ever did with a band was still for the caliber comeback, but it was for the tryouts for like a school talent show. And we performed just in front of the guitar teacher, Mr. T at Broadneck. Shouts out Mr. T. And um, The Honest Life, which is Tom and Gip that play with me. And then Joey and our boy Steve and Miles, like all my boys. So they were the audience. And they played to try out for the talent show. And they did not have their shit together at this time at all. And it was like pretty abysmal (laughs) i think tom had just started playing drums because he was the only one and he still ripped back then yeah but he was the only one that could play drums and like but we got up and we played and i just remember getting off the stage and those boys were like dude that was fucking sick because i was in a band with like Justin Rines, who yeah. at the time was, with the Shredder. was just like, like he taught me everything I know about rhythm guitar. Yeah. Colin Cooper was like fucking monster on the drums. And then it was just Joey and Chris and I, Chris Kyle and I, that were like the yeah. the weak links in the band, but just still kind of like were able to hide behind Colin and Justin. Yeah. <laughs> so like it was still just tight. Kinda, yeah. you just, that's <laughs> when I learned that you just turn the gain all the way up and just hit a couple power chords and you're good to go. That's it. But, just fill the space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think, and then I might have it back because it was, damn it. this is a high, high school band, right? Yeah. So there was that talent show tryout, this black hole show with old dudes smoking cigs, parents being like, what the fuck? And then there was a show that we played in the cafeteria at Broadneck. I forget what it was called, but I remember setting up flyers for the show. Yeah. And it was like a school sanctioned event. But we put a similar thing too. But we're, we're putting flyers up all around the school and there was this new principal, this bitch dude, I can't remember her name, but she was like young. And you know, like any young person in a school with power over like younger people yep. is just the worst. And she came up to me and she was like, Do you have permission to be putting these flyers up on like lockers? And I was like, It's in the cafeteria. I didn't know I needed to get this. Yeah pre-approved but there's been like my band's name's 50 caliber comeback and yeah. uh, like, you know so yeah, yeah. <laughs> school shooting yeah exactly and she was like not tight so they somehow like we still played the show and it was us the honest life revolta played and they had graduated at this time i think they like came back just to play the show so they weren't like technically allowed to be there yeah i don't know how we were able to pull this show off my boy kevin broke his arm my boy John got a bloody fucking nose because the pit was so fucking gnarly. Dude, it was like a classic hardcore show in the cafeteria of our high school. That's tight. And I remember our we were second to last to go on, and then The Honest Life went on after us. And at this point, they were fucking really good. Yeah. Like, they had honed their chops, and they'd been to legit studios. We were just still in basements and shit. Yeah. And right before we finished our set, we did a cover of Bury Your Fucking Dead by Bury Your Dead. Like, just bury ring out that open. Bury your fucking dead. And we just, Justin looked at me and he was like, we're doing it. And I was like, fuck yeah. So we just go into Bury Your Dead and the place is going nuts with like 16 year old kids yeah. <laughs> and us. And we're just like, this is fucking insane. And Mr. T shut the power down to all of it. So at one point it was just pitch black because we were not only going over our set, yeah. but also play like just, just having a bunch of kids chant "Bury Your Fucking Dead," crawling on top of each yeah. other like you would a, like yeah, a turnstile show. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that you could hear, like the, the emergency lights were on, and all you could hear was Colin still playing his drums, and just like. I don't, there was probably like two. It might be the biggest show I've ever played. <laughs> there had to be like our whole class, like every kid that fucked with music in high school from every grade yeah. was there. Yeah. So there's had to be like two hundred kids yeah. just screaming, "Bury your fucking dead!" And I just remember looking out and I was just like, "This is it, dude! Yeah. Like this I is fucking this. tight." That's dude. so sick, dude. So those are my like first three shows. Well, you guys actually played real shows. Like, I was learning how to play. Like, like I, when I played, like, you guys were ripping it up. Yeah. We were just fucking, I was just learning how to play music. And it was tight, because I'd learned how to play music, like, so young live. Like, that was so tight. Well, that's, I was learning, too, it, and which is, like, a really good way to learn yeah. how to play. Just, play in front of people. Just th- throw it to the fucking gauntlet, yeah. you know? 
Throw them to the wolves, man. Yeah. Sink or swim, yeah. dude. It's so fucking tight. Like, and now, like now, thinking back about this, I'm like, damn, dude, that's really cool. I had that opportunity at that age. Absolutely. And just like you know, what you mean like you're just like what the fuck, man. Like no one can and take back that. Back then, from it you. was different too. Like back then, you know, people wanted to be in bands and play music, and like it was like a thing to do. Like I remember, like I mean, growing up, we had like tight shit. We can go to Woods, yeah, like which was that little church, and you know, like if no one. Most of the people that listen to this probably know what it is, but other people that don't know, it was just on a Friday night. It was like held by like kid, like teenage, like older teenager dudes, yeah. and they would just like put on shows, and we would just have like local bands play that it like was ripped. The best, dude. It was cool every Friday night, and like it was funny because like either you went to like the Elks Club dance, you know, on Friday night if you were like into like doing this, yeah, like, or like if you were place. like tight and you're into music and then you wanted to like like watch people smoke weed and support the scene and then literally show up and see like live music and it was like all the cool bands back in the day like and there was like like uh, and then you just see your buddies like ripping and you're just like where the fuck dude we were in math class and you can just like and you're just like why are you so good at this like i had no idea and so you like you met i met so many people through that and it was like some some of the most lifelong friends i've ever had Mm -hmm. and it's like Dude, I wouldn't give it to anything. And then, like, when they shut Woods down, because, of course, lo and behold, everyone thought it was a good idea to sell drugs there. Well, that, I, this girl that I dated at the time got, like, alcohol poisoning. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're a bunch of kids that basically have no, no adult parent. over there. was there, no parents. Yeah, there was no chaperone. Chap, that's the word. Chaperone. There was yeah. no fucking chaperone. No, there wasn't. It was just pure anarchy so to tight. hardcore music and metal. Because that was, like, when emo music which i know there's big yeah. festivals coming back through it, when when they we were, were young when or we or were young or something that was the time period so like all those bands were big on myspace at yeah. the time so then all the local bands were trying to be like were trying that. to be like them and all the kids dressed like that yeah. so it was just it was literally a scene yeah and it was just a bunch of little scene kids and you were either fucking straight edge yeah. or you were getting fucked up or you were just like claimed straight edge and then would get way too fucked <laughs> yeah, up yeah, yeah. that was me <laughs> same <laughs> I was like, i'm fucking straight edge and then i'd be like smoking weed and like, it's like hiding like, from it's your like, straight edge buddies like, yeah, it's cool right <laughs> Like, and then come back and be like, dude, why is everyone like smoking weed, man, without me? You're like, his weed is tight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, dude, I'm sorry, man. I fucked up. But, Good time, man. man. Just, I fucking. Dude, it's crazy. Think about that shit. I miss that shit. Because there's no. Shit. There's some. There's. I don't know. Some of this crazy memories. I wish I. You know how you document everything? Like, we're documenting shit all the time now. I wish I knew back then. Because I'll yeah. never know what it would be like. Because like, some of the shows that I saw there, like, just local bands i was like it was like some of the best shows i've ever seen dude i envy you those guys were fucking insane they fucking were so cool they were supposed to be like a thing yeah i know they ripped they ripped they were heavy and they just like and they were all really good at their instrument like it was like a real band it was a real band and you see all that kind of and the 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 name too because it was i n v u and i was like dude and that's when like clever names like like dude whoever thought of that Brilliant man, I know. or brilliant person, I should say. But yeah. it was sick. And then you, you, know, you see all those bands growing up. And then some of them like went on and did some like pretty good things. I mean, before us, I mean, like Good Charlotte played there, and yeah, was All Time Low played there too. Like it when they the were spot. all starting, like it's just like the spot where you started. It was like our CBGB. It was like it was a suburban CBGB. It was. And then not only that, but fast forward. 15 years then that's basically what the metropolitan became and now that oh, went yeah. about the same way as woods went yeah people just it just like moved on the yeah. scene moved on and just like it just wasn't like that anymore but i remember well, also everybody COVID. i knew i was like <laughs> but, well yeah dude but, but even yeah. Bet- before, before COVID, that it went down like it like when electronic music was really a thing like a lot of people weren't playing music live like that and you it just wasn't like the same like seriously like 2000 after like 2009 2010 like the music scenes all that kind of shit just kind of like i think there was it, no like real scene to me it wasn't a scene for me like out yeah there. but it's, it's like a combination of just technology moving super fast so now you know uh, home production anybody can start making music true you don't even have to be musical whatever that means like you can any, just you can literally uh, program computers to make fucking do you sounds. think also sorry i don't mean to cut you off but no, i just have a thought uh-huh. that 
you know, with the streaming service available now, like Spotify and yeah. all that kind of shit, whatever. Do you think that kind of killed the scene too? Because like people, we didn't have that kind of stuff to find new music all the time. Like you said, we had like Napster and LimeWire and all that dumb yeah, shit. Yeah, but that was to download like the major label artists. Yeah. yeah. And then people like once, you know, Spotify and all that kind of stuff came out, like you didn't have to leave your living room to find new music. You And it yeah. just does it for you. So it's like, it, it kind of took the fun out of like going to a random show or going to see like, because every Friday night, like it, you know, there wouldn't like it wouldn't always be like scenester music. I mean, ninety percent of it was, but then you would have like random like jammy bands and like just like different types of music bands, and you'd just be like, "Oh, I never thought I would like that kind of music." And then yeah, I don't get into it. I don't know. There might still be. I mean, it could also just be we're older. True. Like I don't know. I guess that's It'd true. be weird if <laughs> if there was like a scene going on somewhere around us, and it was a bunch of and high school kids, out. and we went and hung out with them. <laughs> You're gonna do good, and we're like drinking beers yeah. in the parking lot. <laughs> no, just n- NAs, just NAs, yeah. just Budweiser, talking zeros. about the glory days. Just, just be like y'all don't know how to do it. Why? <laughs> hey, are you guys smoking dope? Like, are you smoking out of a can? Why are you smoking fucking vapes, dude? Just get a can, dude. Go get a coke. <laughs> Come over here. Let's poke some holes in yeah. it. And you're just like, and these kids are like, dude, get away from me. Yeah, like, let me show you something, man. Let me show you a little something. Yeah. And then, then they pull out something new, like this gadget. And you're just like, let me hit it. And then you look like a dickhead because you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, this is real shit. Because <laughs> those kids are smoking spice, dude, without us. I don't even I'm just know, kidding. Man. But I it's crazy, man. I just, I think, I think I might be onto something now with that. With the Spotify? That's very like, possible. I think it was like, because you, you didn't have to go searching for music like that. I mean, and also like... You did seems, have to go searching for music. But on Spotify, like with the algorithm, it like literally tells you yeah, it, what it, you're going to like. Exactly, because what we had was MySpace, right? Right. But you had to know, like there wasn't an algorithm that suggested True. something to you. Like your boy would discover Bring Me the Horizon and be like, yo, you got to check this band out. You check them out on MySpace. You'd put them in your top eight for some reason, <laughs> just yeah. to let everyone know that the, you, you like, like that I band. I don't like friends. I like bands. <laughs> yeah. These are my top eight favorite bands all time. Motionless and White, like all those dumbass bands, yeah. like back in the day, and like, you're, and then you're like, like oh, dude, I, I program the HTML bullshit. Yeah, that was tight. It probably taught a lot of people yeah. some code, but um, doubling back to that when we were young festival, yeah. There, yeah. Someone, you know, you've seen all the memes. People are um, making oh, it yeah. say like it's just Fire Festival shit. 2.0. Yeah, but someone made one that was because they were young, and it was just a bunch of bands that have been uh, like Me Too. Yeah, one hundred percent. Not even Me Too. Just literally filled with sexual predators like, and shit. Oh yeah, okay. And uh, like proven facts. With, with the, like the headliner was Lost Prophets. <laughs> Which, dude, oh my god, that guy's the devil. Lorenzo like, didn't even. know, and I was like, oh, he literally. I, I don't even know if I can say this yeah. on YouTube. So, uh, but yeah. uh, he did. He fucked babies. Yeah, like he fucked babies, yeah. dude. Like, yeah, uh, heinous. So I posted that because <sighs> I thought I was like, this is. I was like, oof. And my that's so fucking <laughs> dude. My buddy Eric shouts out to him and his brain, but he just didn't get the joke and reposted it. And it was like repost from Brother Hayes. Like I would go to this if this was legit. And I hit him and I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey man, Yo, the joke is out, that dude. all those bands are sexual assaultists. Yeah. And he was like, oh fuck, deleting that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good looking out for you because you could have just let them be people like, yeah, we should probably put them on a list. And he's like, dude, no one invites me anywhere anymore. Like, yeah, I'm like, I don't want to like, go. To I that can't. One. Like my brother doesn't let me see the kids anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's crazy, man. No, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I saw that and I thought it was funny at first. I was like, that can't be real because like Lost Prophets <laughs> no. dude is like, like in prison. Well, a bunch, I don't think a lot of people got it because someone commented and was like, but not everyone knows. I know, and that's I. I started sending mad, and it just takes a quick fucking Google search. Actually, you can just type in any of those names with the word. The letter S after it, and Google yeah. auto fills it to sexual yeah. predator, and you just click on the Google yeah. search, and the first article comes like, up. All those bands, all the allegations. Well, a bunch of people they were like, "Well, that dude from Lost Prophets is still in jail." I was like, uh, oh, "Good reason." Yeah. And someone they were like, "Oh, a day to remember doesn't deserve that." And I was like, "Not the whole band, but the bass player was a fucking pedophile." Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not. 
protect and the, that like yeah. bands that I used to like because I used to yeah, like them right. anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Like I've gotten to the point mentally where I'm just like, nah, fuck that dude. I don't need to listen to that shit anymore. Make my own yeah. shit. Yeah, make your own Jones. That's, and that's the best part about it. Fucking make your own shit. Dude. That's what I DIY, make, dude. Punk I make rock, right? I make all this content because I like to enjoy it. Me too, man. That, I'm <laughs> literally like. I don't watch anything anymore. I just like rewatch your shit. I've been, I've been so since you told me that like, you've been doing it. I've been rewatching a couple, and I'm like, some of these were like actually good. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully by the time this is out, everything's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, I'm hoping that that's tight. You know, there's a big chasm missing on Spotify now since Neil Young pulled all of his music. So yeah. we we got to fill that void. Yeah, we're. <laughs> <laughs> we're only we're gonna talk like Neil Young for now on and just yeah. So I did some deep dive into why Neil Young is so adamant about it. His life was almost cut short as a baby from polio and oh. a polio vaccine saved his life. He had polio when he was three and was like sick and dying and he was like a test subject for a polio vaccine and he's obviously still around today. I'm sure Leonard Sanders so, pissed that they didn't make it. Yeah, Remember they well, had like a feud? They flew. They flew it's too close to the sun, man. Too float. Too, yeah. I can't read good. Like, I'm fucking Leonard Skinner's rich. also like, I mean, obviously shots of Leonard Skinner, but they were not from Alabama. <laughs> no, they're <laughs> they, from, they were like, from Florida. Jacksonville yeah. or something like that. And the whole. Or the panhandle. The whole the southern thing was a marketing ploy from their manager. Like the whole uh, yeah. rebel flag or Confederate flag or whatever. That whole thing like, was like. A, it was just a marketing ploy. So they were fucking posers, to be honest with you. Damn. Sorry to have ruined the. Damn, dude. Mythos. Oh, shit. Yeah. What are you supposed to say? Spoiler alert. Oh, you got to <laughs> edit that before you said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're not going to remember to do that. No, the, real quick, the whole Joe Rogan. Um, Neil Young Spotify thing that people it has the internet ablaze yeah and people are like oh like uh, of course everything has to be so just like no he's right no he's right no. dude all Neil Young did was just ask a company yeah. a music aggregator service to remove his music and they complied it's not like yeah. Spotify didn't pick any sides Neil Young, he was just like, hey, I don't want my music on this platform. Please remove it, which really isn't his choice to make because he sold it to Reprise Record or he sold yeah. the Masters of Warner Brothers or whatever. Wherever the record label The yeah. subsidiary is, whatever. And, um, you know, he probably made 300 grand a year from streams, which to us would be fucking tremendous. But <laughs> to Neil Young, it's like a fucking... A shot in the dark, you know, whatever. His, uh, he said that... It's kind of crazy that he had that power to do that, though. Like you said, if he if they, they own the money. Like, if they own the masters and all. Yeah, and I think because he's still active that they were like... Mm. And once he dies, they'll probably just fucking put it back The regular down. labels want to put it right back up. 100%. On you know, he's got, like, brain cancer. Because that's what happened with Prince, too. Prince wasn't on, like, Spotify or anything like that. I, I think he might be on YouTube. He wasn't even on YouTube, either. His shit wasn't anywhere, and then he died, yeah. and they just put it and everywhere. Everything was on everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, They turned his house into a museum. Because Neil, Neil Young was the same way. Like, he wasn't on there for a long time. He just was on one day. Yeah. But, yeah. Sorry. Uh, what? <laughs> I cut you off again. Yeah. I keep doing that. You're good. But, yeah. So, he just... Like, there's a whole uproar because they're, like, talking about... And he, he, so he's passionate. He was passionate about the the vaccine because it like saved he had his polio life. as a kid and it saved his life. So he was just like, I've done. I don't want to be on the same platform as someone that is spreading vaccine misinformation. Yeah. So I don't. That's look, one thing about Joe Rogan. He's been fucking off the walls ever since he's, he got paid. Dude, yeah, he's a, he's like a lost cause. Well, he's created an echo chamber around himself. He used to have really interesting guests on. And then he just started yeah. surrounding himself with people that would just feed into his beliefs. Right. Because um, that's not how his show used to be. It used to be very interesting. Yeah. And he used to just ask questions. And if he was wrong, he'd be like, oh, whoa. But now he's like doubles down on shit that he's wrong about. Yeah. And it's just fucking almost, it's unwatchable in my opinion. But yeah. Uh, fuck Joe Rogan. No, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. Um, shout out to us for being on Spotify. We're going to kick a jam. Yeah. Good night. I like saying good night, man. I know. It's cute. I just want people to know that it's nice to go to bed sometimes. 
I hope people watch this before they go to bed and like they just get pissed off. Like I just wasted like an hour and a half. <laughs> and I gotta go to bed. No, I'm just kidding. No, I hope everyone enjoys this. I love I love the fact that people watch this shit. It's so cool.
shit to say. <laughs> I sucked the little wizard man <laughs> with his little wizard friend. <laughs>